Welcome to Inside the Firm, a podcast dedicated to small business owners and hosted by entrepreneurs, Alex Gore and Lance Psycho. Each week, they take you on their journey of how to start, run, and grow a business by bringing you inside their architecture and real estate development firm. Get a behind-the-scenes tour of how these business leaders manage their clients and foster company culture while creating new and innovative projects. And now your hosts, Alex Gore and Lance Psycho. Welcome to Inside the Firm, ladies and gentlemen. I'm your host, Alex Gore. I'm here with Lance, contractor, psycho. Everyone give it up! Woo! Yeah, I, I have not been in the office. Yep. I have been outside the firm. Doing contractor stuff. Yep. But before you can be a contractor, you need to design. And if you're designing on paper, good for you. You're from the 1940s. I don't care. 1939. If you're using a computer program, you probably need a computer... And we recommend you get a Dell. So what you need to do is go to www.dell.com forward slash inside the firm. Click the save now. You get additional savings. You put in your emails. Whatever they have going on, you get additional savings. You save more. You buy less. Dell. That's probably like, that's Walmart. But I just copied it. Copyright. Totally fair. Totally fair. Al, are you or your firm working remotely? Yes. (laughs) Some people are. Some people are. Are the logistics of putting together a project daunting when no one is in the same room? Actually, it is sometimes. You can't just ask the questions, right? Can't just ask. Can't I, just, I can't love just... screaming across the office. Scream. And he is a yeller. Let me tell you, this guy, loud. You want to think? You think I'm nice? You think I'm the loud one? This guy, equally loud. Al, equally loud. Al Gore. That's what I call him. <laughs> All the time. Been calling him that for 20 years now. Yeah. Arcat has a solution for you. Arcat, Surrette allows you to manage projects and specification documents online with multiple team members, discuss products, configurations online, outline specs, project project, project photos and documents, and more on one page, along with the ability to access product information, specs, CAD, BIM, and the patented Spec Wizard. I'm actually really excited to use it. If we get this project, uh, we're, we're going after some uh, government work now. From anywhere in the world, Charette... Nice can help your firm get more done no matter where you are or the rest of your firm. You can even promote your firm's project when you're done. And like all of ArtCat solutions, Al, it's completely free to use. So check out ArtCat.com forward slash projects. That's A-R-C-A-T dot com backslash projects forward slash. Yeah. Oh, we're still good. Um. Nothing. Okay, I love business books that are also a novel. I've been really into that. That's a thing. Yeah. So like one meaning was, that meaning meaning it's fictional. Meaning, yes. So one was called the goal, right? And it was about improving a manufacturing plant, and it was the guy in charge of it, learning how to do it. It's very cool. One was, then he got promoted, and the next book was called uh, "It's Not Luck," and it was how to manage multiple divisions and stuff like this. This one is called. The Lean Builders, a builder's guide to applying lean tools in the field. Where'd you find that? Who, who, who recommended it to you? How, how, how do you know about this? I, I searched on uh, Amazon. Amazon. Nice. Yep. And then I saw it was a business novel, right? So I, I could have just pushed, purchased a book called, you know, like How to Be a Lean Contractor, I right? it's on Audible. But you know what? I don't oh. have to even listen to it now because Mr. Gore, he's going to give me those Gore Cliff Notes. Well, we're going to go through the book. Good. And, and if you like some of this, like I can only do so much. 
uh, I listen to it on Audible. What do you first. mean you can only do so much? Like I can't read you the whole book on this podcast. I understand. Yes, but you're gonna cliff note it. That's what I'm saying. Yes, <laughs> and Lance is like, give right? me the cliff notes. I'll pass right? the test. That's all I need. But I if you do, do enjoy this book review, um, you know, buy it, listen to it on Audible. I think it was worth it. So what I'm gonna give you is just kind of like these ending things. But the story really helps relate it and stuff like that, and probably cements it more into your memory, right? Um, this I would say is probably more valuable to projects as big as this project that we're in right now, an eight plex or bigger, but you can definitely take them down into a house, right? Mm -hmm. So the first thing I'm going to read to you, Lance, is the eight waste. And tell me if you've experienced any of these on the job site, on, on any of the projects, yep. right? Or tell me, Hey, that never happens. Okay. I'm going to number one defects, damage or incorrect materials, uh, delivered or defected on site. Just had one. Ha just, just that just occurred. Really? Literally. So we have, we have our interior doors coming for the barn dominium that we're building. Yep. And I just went to the home Depot because I got a call and they said, Hey, one of the doors is damaged. Yep. Okay. This one's going to be counterintuitive overproduction. When you have someone <coughs> who is doing work ahead of schedule and then thus ruins the person that's supposed to be coming behind them. Yeah. Keep that's, I think one of the biggest, one of the biggest, um, lessons that I learned was the mechanic, the, the, the HVAC people, the electrical people, the plumbing people, fire folks, anybody who's doing the guts of the building. Yep. I wouldn't say it say this is not carpentry trades. They cannot stand to be in the same structure as anybody else. So you just, even if, even if, even if, you spaced them out so that there was a day break between each of those crews coming in. Yep. You know, let's say, let's say plumbing came in Monday, Tuesday, then because of scheduling that the, the, the electrical people can't come until uh, Thursday, Friday, fine. You lose one day, but I guarantee you, you, I guarantee you, you probably would lose two days of inefficiency if you don't do that. Right. And, and they get into the nuance of sometimes when to do that, sometimes when not to do that. Right. Um, another example that they use in the book is a guy, an HVAC guy was getting ahead of himself, right? He did one level and then he was going to the other level and the electrical guy comes in and says, stop, I need to put in my electrical because it goes above you yep. and you just put in your HVAC. So now we need to take that down. Yep. Like, right. I would say, I would say the other thing to do is you should do, you should ask each of your subs, which way, which, where, what, how, what sequence they prefer to go in. And so for us, it is plumbing. You cannot move plumbing lines. Like, think very of, hard. Yeah, electrical can move or move all over the place, but like your waste and your vents, there's no room for those to wiggle around. I mean, they're just especially if you're doing like a a project that's real tight and it's like an urban design project like we did with ours. I mean, it's just like you're limited on your options. Next one, waiting. Periods of inactivities, things not showing up. Uh, stucco. Oh gosh, stucco. Yeah. Waiting weeks, weeks, yeah. weeks, weeks. So, yeah, thing. You know what's interesting is I think that part, partially that I think part of that comes down to the design side of things, right? So, if you, there's some things you can't do finish-wise, like stucco. I'm going with I'm going I'm rolling with the stucco thing here in that. You can only do that when it's warm out, warm-ish. Yep. Right. So. Yep. yep. So trying to schedule and get those things done um, 
when is available. I think that's that's where you're at. But man, the weather can just throw everything for a loop. That's what that's that's where I see like time lost in that. Yep. If you're a bad if you're a bad GC, then you aren't. Uh, I think you're like doing a crap. One example would be like you don't have the materials. I think you should have your materials there. Uh, like for like we already have the windows and doors over at the barn dominium. We're not going to install them until next week, but they showed up this week. So like we're ahead. Of well, all of this. And remember if you can, the floor when it come, the cabinets when it come? Because of the stupid and, tariffs, yeah. And and the key, because there there's there's one of the waste here in that related to that. The key is like, do you have a place to put it? Have you like this job site was very small. Super so like it tight. had a different problem than the barn dominium where you can just put something someplace. Dude, we have so much storage. Right? I just that project is so fun. Yeah. Okay. Non utilized talent. I have an example for this if oh, you don't. Okay. Go ahead. No, no, go ahead. So remember one of our first uh, 24 plexes, right? The the contractor said like, "Hey, he built all these stairs oh, wrong." Oh god! And then by hand. And then was it you that that knew Spanish or someone else knew Spanish? And his number two guy was saying like, "Oh yeah, I knew all along we weren't supposed to build the stairs like this." Uh, it was David. Yeah, David, right? Yeah, I don't know enough Spanish to to you know to know all. To, to yeah, you didn't know that back then. Yeah. Um, but anyways, like not utilizing your talent, right? Okay. Unnecessary. Next one. Unnecessary movement of materials or equipment. Say it one more time. Unnecessary movement of materials or equipment. Oh yeah, we had it on this job site, and it was just too tight. Right. I th- if you if you uh, that this should be an obvious one, but like, you just got to stage your materials a little bit better. Yeah, we've had to move things from one garage to another garage. Me and you had to move like for a day with thousands of pounds of wood. Yeah. You had to move drywall. So staging, if you can do it, that would have solved it. They talk about one of the solutions is just-in-time delivery. That's great if you are a manufacturer making 500 projects and like whoever you're telling to get this stuff to, like you'll you'll lose you'll lose the bid if you don't get it to them when they want it. It's wouldn't you say it's much harder <laughs> to do just-in-time delivery on like just a one-off project? Like this isn't the Empire State Building. Right. They did that for that just right. in time. So you either have to stage correct or somehow if you can figure out just-in-time delivery, like a maybe just a day supply ahead, that'd be good. Yeah. Right? Hard to do, though. Hard to do. Uh, inventory. Too much inventory on site. That's what we're talking about. Too much about. inventory. Mm-hmm. Motion. Motion is another waste. Meaning, where do you stage your materials? Is it in someone's way? Do you have to move it? two, three times, like for the drywallers, I swear we had to move stuff for the mutters, like three or four times. Where's the porta potty? Where are your tools? Are you forgetting your tools and you have to go? Do you have to go to Home Depot 20 times? I think times? the tool one is huge. Yeah, and I, I would applaud Bill for not being that guy. He's really got that down. Just all the tools. One one shot done. Yeah. Yep, yep. Do you think um, maybe necessary, maybe not necessary? Uh, maybe you'll figure out as it comes along. Do we need like a bucket or a toolbox for people to come and bring stuff yes, to the job site? We do. Yeah. Because Bill's got them. Yep. Cool. We should just follow his lead. Um, excess. Uh, the redundant steps taken in a process, such as handling supplies, materials multiple times. It, it's kind of like the same, same, same too much. Same as before. Yep. Motion mm-hmm, and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like that. Okay. So now I want to go into some solutions. Lance? Yep. Visual communication. Which I love. Everyone, like, we talk about this all the time. Like, people are visual. So, like, why don't we communicate visually? So, what they did, this was a bigger job. So, imagine, like, our plans under acrylic, right? So that 
everything's out. This is just like one of multiple things. And then they would do, it was called uh, the Monday, the, the everyday huddle. And it's when you have multiple people, people out there. So let's say you have four people working and every time, let's say 8 a.m., everyone that's out on the job site, you are meeting. And you get up and you say, <clears throat> where are you working? And you literally circle on the plan, like I will be working here today. Um, Interesting. Yep. When, when they're working on how many people, right? If they say four people and you're like, yeah, you, you keep telling me four people, but I keep saying two people. And then here's the next two questions. What are your constraints? Meaning like, does someone else has to be done before you? And what material deliveries are coming up? Are they on time? Are they on schedule? Yep. Right? So the biggest example of this was, was painting. Every at 8 a.m., where are you going to be? All other four people know, not going to be there. He circled it. Plumbers, where are you going to be? You circle it. Yep. So then let's say you do have a confliction. Like, guys, we talked about this. Mm-hmm. We knew that. Mm-hmm. I thought that was cool. That is cool. I don't know how that plays with like one house, like one thing, but like, I would say I would say it's a project that is bigger than uh, one unit. Yep, that certainly applies for. Yep, if it's just a house, if it's not, if it's not, then again, so like if it's a house, I think if it's a multi-million dollar, if it's between at least, if it's at least a million dollar house, well, that depends on where you are. But for here, if we were doing a house and it was and it, the. Construction cost is over a million dollars. I know for a fact where there's a lot of little details. Who knows what kind of like systems we're gonna have to put in there, um, you know, and stuff like that. So, the, so the the coordination I think would be much higher on that one. Do you think? Okay, like you said, when there's multiple people, every day you could be doing that because they're overlapping. When it's when it's just one houses and they're not gonna be there at the same time, do you almost think it's worth it on a Monday? You have a 15, 30 minute meeting when it come when the HVAC people, the plumbing's coming, and then you say, okay. Everyone, what do you plan on doing? And the plumber will say, well, on Thursday, I'm going to be here. And then you ask the guy before him, are you going to be done? It, you know, and then you ask the guy after him, okay, plumber, you know, he says he's coming Monday. Mm-hmm. So two days and you're going to have four people to do this. And then on Thursday, you go and check and he has two people. You said there's going to be four and you know that Bill's coming after you. You know, maybe it's just like a Monday thing. Just an idea. Um, so that's one board. Second board is material delivery board, right? So you could keep track of what needs to come. Is it here? And then where is it on the job site? Is it in a garage? Is it there? Whatever. For bigger projects, but you, you know, you could see. Um, <clears throat> then the next board, constraint board. So you, you, could, you could write on there, like, I need plumbing to be done. Mm-hmm. So constraint i need plumbing to be done who's responsible for that right so then you have this list and people know and like you've talked about it and and what he's getting them one of the big things is like me and you as like let's just put it on me i'm contractor al yep i make the schedule right i dictate the schedule and when things go wrong whose fault is it al scheduling i mean technically right yeah if something goes wrong with the schedule with the well, schedule. yeah, then you guessed wrong, yeah. Yep, yep, I guessed wrong, right? It's not, it's not their fault, right, that this didn't get done in time, you know, especially if I'm trying to hound them. He talk, we won't go into too much, but he goes, involve them in the planning process. And that's what that Monday thing is doing too. So, like, you could involve them in the planning process earlier and then involve them in the planning process because they might say during that meeting, like, okay, I know I need to get this done and I, 
and I'm part of the planning. I said I was going to get it done. It wasn't just dictated to me, Mm -hmm. you know, um, the, here's a, a constraint. We don't have this, but a lot of people have this. The architects need to answer the RFI. You, oh, man, I just can't imagine waiting on those guys. So you put it on the board, <laughs> you know, like, because there might be four of those things. You need to talk to the architect, the structural engineer, and you need to uh, talk to the city. So you put it up there so that it actually gets done and everyone sees what's going on. Okay, last one. There's way more in this book. But <clears throat> basically what you do, like that constraint, what's going on, you either have that in a one-week or a two-week increments and you ask them like hey what are you going to get done and all this and then you have them these are like their commitments like i'll have plumbing done whatever and at the end of the two weeks you say is that done or not a hundred percent like did you get that plumbing portion done and if not you get a zero if you do you get a one and then at the end you have a score of 75 percent and then after the two weeks then you talk about like hey why didn't we get that done was it manpower was it schedule was it rain was it whatever right Okay, how do we fix that, right? And then next Monday, you start the next two weeks, and they know. And it's all about improving on the last week. And actually, it's not about blaming anyone. It's like, what are all the constraints? Like, do you see a pattern? Is it always manpower? Is it always our materials? Like, okay, we thought we didn't need that material board, but this keeps being 20% of the problem. So maybe we need to really look at that. And that's how you kind of adjust, right, and get better. Like, closing that feedback loop is what we talk about. Yeah. Yeah. Rock and roll out. So, rock and roll. Lean Builder. It's by Joe Donna Donna Muro and Keenan Sandy. So look it up. Look it up. Check that out. Check it out. Now we're gonna talk to. I want to hear. Before we go, what did you think about all those? Like, if it was like this, would be great if we read this before this project. I would agree. But I do think it's still there's there's some things that can be used on a smaller project. Totally. Absolutely. Yeah. Yep. For sure. For sure. Um, speaking of lean builders, we're going to talk the leanest one from Florida of all time. Here's Nick. Hello, best friends. I hope you all had a great week this week. A reading. People are not who you want them to be. Kill your idols. Sure, there are things that you can learn from people, but people aren't going to be what you think they are, what they should be. People, even those people you put up on a pedestal, are going to be faulted, weak, egomaniacal, condescending. They're going to be lazy, entitled, and short-sighted. They will not be perfect. Far from it. That's fine. Learn from their weaknesses. Of course, learn from their strengths and mimic and copy them in what they do well. But equally as important, learn from their faults. See what not to do. Because you can't control other people. You can't make them what you want them to be. You can't make them who you want them to be. The only person you can control is you. So focus on making yourself who you want to be. Faster, stronger, Smarter, more humble, less ego. Discipline your body. Free your mind. Get up early and go. Get after it. And you will become that person you want to be. And you will become that person through one 
small decision at a time. Discipline equals freedom. Jocko Willink. You know who else gets up and gets up and get after gets after it now? Elon Musk. I'm not even sure he ever goes down. Isn't he sleep like four hours a day? Yeah, he has that Jocko gene where he only needs four. Or I think four hours. Like that's the gene. Something like that. Yeah. I got up at four thirty because my baby needed that binky right in his face. And then I put him to bed. Solving that problem. I'm like, hey, I'll be up at five, I'll just take a little nap. And then it's like five thirty. I'm like, oh, I don't want to wake up. <laughs> yeah. Should have just got up. Exactly. Should have just got up. I think that's the lesson. Is is I just I just stopped doing that. I stopped rolling around years ago, and I'm just like, no, you just get up. Seems like you're more tired than you are, but then if you go back to bed, and I don't know what happens to your circadian rhythm. It, but it's it, like it resets, and it's, it's like, like it resets, and just you've lost all the all the energy, yeah, and all that stuff. Well, this is a short and sweet one, Al, uh, mainly because I've been out of the office. I don't know. Everything's running smoothly. Everything's running smoothly. Yep. Everything's going good. New houses, new designs going on. So I'm, all, I'm happy. All the good stuff. All the good stuff. Uh, if you enjoy this episode, leave us a five-star review. If you haven't left us a five-star review, then leave us a five-star <laughs> review. Uh, please do that. It helps our rankings on uh, iTunes. Al Gore. If you are at home, or just want to learn something or getting out of school and don't have a job, or if you do have a job and you want to learn Revit, go to RevitRocketship.com. It's where yours truly teaches you Revit, uh, breaking down in pieces, shows you how to start a new project, gives you our template, our residential template that we use in the firm, and it gets a lot of great reviews and people like it because uh, we try to do a good job for you. So go check it out, RevitRocketship.com. Alrighty, see you next week. 